Fancy managers, hello and welcome to the Epiardics podcast. Game Week 27 preview, uh, sponsored by Bonus Bank and powered by Esports Live. If you're new around here on the show today, whether you're listening at home or watching live on YouTube, Twitch, whatever platform it may be, please do give us a like, drop us a subscribe, jump in the comments if you're watching live. Um, and yeah, please join in the conversation. Um, let's say hello to our guests today. We're on the panel we have a couple of the usual uh, handsome gentlemen with us. Christopher Reed, live from the UK. And we've got Chazza Roberts, live from Melbourne. And we're also joined by a special guest and a great friend of the show, FPL Sidenet, um, Peterson, based in the beautiful peninsula uh, here in Melbourne. Um, so, yeah, we're very excited to get going today. Uh, Reedy, I'll start with you, mate. Snowing in the UK. How's things there, mate? Wrapped up. Yeah, a bit chilly this morning, uh, Jack. Uh, had a quite a lot of snow last night, quite heavy and whatnot. So uh, it was it was a wellies job this morning for the school run, mate. And uh, yeah, knee deep, um, knee deep. But yeah, all good. Sun's out now. Seems to be um, cracking the flags, and I think we don't need to worry about any postponements come this game week, boys. Don't don't worry about that. We'll sort you out. But yeah, going well. I'd love to get this is why we've got a UK correspondent on the pod to give us the latest uh, amazing detailed information knee deep in the snow um, and it put all games are playing on from then on uh, a, a couple of quick hellos who have just joined us online Mark Harpin good day mate hope you're all well FPL planner live from Canberra in Australia Colin Bulger on every single week great lad and we hope you're doing well and Nera is on the show as well we will be dropping her name very shortly, but she's doing very well in the leagues. So thank you for joining us, guys. Uh, and Chazza, how are you? The mullet is back. What's going on, mate? Yeah, in other workplaces, it's all tied back. Going really well, thank you. Looking forward to game <laughs> week 27. The double of Brentford and Brighton. Out of all clubs, it's those two. Brighton do need to play their catch-up games. Huge week, especially on the captaincy front, which we will get to later. It's between the Matoma up against a four-leg multi, the man himself in Ivan Tony, with his initials of I bet. A lot to plan out. Love it, mate. And it's so good to have you on. I know you and Ollie carried it last week. Uh, you and, who was it? You and Ollie last week, wasn't it? But last week. No, the week before. The week before. <laughs> <laughs> Game, week 26, I, yeah. Game week 26. The boys were on... Um, uh, chat box podcast on Thursday night. Scout the game. We did a cracking job on there. Reedy, uh, Ollie, and Chazza. Uh, great listen. And um, obviously, yeah, hello to uh, chat box there. And thanks for having the boys out on loan to you guys for the week. And side net, uh, obviously, we caught up at social. Um, I hope you're doing well. Uh, what hours uh, everything been for you, mate? Yeah, good. I just want to say, um, long time listener, first time caller. Great to get my, yeah, I feel like I've got my, yeah, got my senior cap. <laughs> Making it up to the seniors, so very happy to be joining you, legends. So, I mean, I, I do. I listen every week. If I'm not tuning in live, I'm, I'm always listening yeah. back and um, while I'm outside doing something. And you guys, geez, you make me laugh. And yeah, just great content every week. So, it, it, actual honour to be joining you all live. Oh, how good's that? Do you know something? <laughs> Obviously, because we've we've met up a few times, we had a good laugh together. And we got, everyone gets on so well with you. I feel like I can't believe this is your actual first time. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure it's your first time? Oh, we we did a World Cup one, so I sort of feel like yeah. that was oh, yeah, like right. a friendly. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is like this is a proper cap. Yeah. No, you're right. That was that was your that was your trial and listen, you smashed yeah. it. Yeah, you know, we did. 
even though we didn't do another World Cup one after following that, it was <laughs> it was it was the blooper one, right? <laughs> but listen, obviously, great to have you on. Welcome, and uh, thank you so much for all your support over the last couple of years as well. It's always good to have at least three listens per week, so thank you so much for that. Um, and obviously, a lot, a lot of a lot of uh, nonsense on the podcast, as you know. But everyone there is more than welcome here anytime. Uh, but yeah, guys, obviously, yeah, thank you for jumping in the comments already. Uh, Chris, um, thanks for jumping on here. Good morning, all. He's having a bad week, contracted cell. Um, don't know what that means, if I'm honest. I don't know. Well, if I'm re- am I reading that right? Hey, is we're going to make his bad week turn into an amazing one because we oh, are here. Here we go. Cellulite, kidney stones, and <laughs> well, oh, 26. Oh, right. he's, got, he's got the hat trick. Oh, well, he's done well there. Wow. What a way to announce um, yourself in the comments. Get, get well soon, Chris. Uh, we're here to cheer you up, provide no advice, but definitely get out of the room, uh, especially because Chris Reed is on the, on the pod. So let's get into this. Let's have a look at some of these results. This is where Reedy can take the dance floor, have his moment, because it was all about Liverpool and United, of course. Let's just scroll down. We'll start from the bottom um, and work our way through. Reedy, go on, mate. Just do whatever. Do your worst. I don't know. The, the screen does the talking for me in a, in a way, doesn't it? And I think if most people who didn't see the game watch the highlights, you'll you'll see how that second half unfolded. Um, what I will say is that United were, were completely in the game first half. You know, it was it was even. There was chances for Rashford and so on, and uh, that one nil at half time really helped us. So yeah, but um, absolute demolition job second half. It was. It was just crazy. You just you're just thinking yeah. at four 0 then it stops to go to five, yeah. six, then seven. Oh, it was yeah. I, I I had the biggest smile on my face going in. <laughs> like, well, not going in, but like you know, on the Monday morning, I was kind of like, "There's no nothing that could happen today that would <laughs> stop me from you know being in a good mood." So it was unbelievable. I was in the um, in the pub actually with some of the Team North lads from game game week thirty nine after after the trials game. I'll uh, tell us a bit about that, Reedy, while you're on the subject. Give me a shout Yeah, out. yeah. I mean, I've, I've never really plugged it or kind of like talked about it much in terms of what the Game Week 39 is about. But, you know, it's uh, a charity for Street Child United. The reason that basically loads of managers from the FPL community uh, all get get involved, you know, contribute. And obviously there's a match as well that kind of happens. It la- happened last year in Birmingham. Um, where basically North played the South. And uh, yeah, great game. The South came out winners on that occasion. I think it was 2-1, I think. And uh, they've got it again this year. So, you know, I had the trials going. I went to Leeds and I went to Liverpool, as I say, Sunday. Great great bunch of lads. Loads of sort of well-known names on on their Twitter from the FL community. Benny Blanco, you know, Hindu Monkey, uh, to name a few. Gianni Batici, you know, there's loads on there. But, um, well, famous FPL content creators there and managers. Well, in, in the South, you've got Harry, you've got Raptor, you know, there's as as well from black box so there's a whole host of people who, who do it and get involved but you know in terms of the trials on sunday against team north really competitive uh game good group of lads uh how did, you, how did you and how did you get on reading well i scored the goal to make it two nil to be Go fair on, lad. yeah I, I managed to get a goal and um we were winning two nil and you know we were really really playing quite well to be honest um and yeah unfortunately we let them get back into it 2-2 when they got a goal in the 80th minute off a corner. But great game, as I say. Um, did, I you didn't go, make... did you go down with anyone else? 
Um, Rev went, so obviously Mikey was there. Mikey was there, pulled his hammy, classic Everton style, you know, <laughs> an injury. Uh, but you know, Calvin Lewin, <laughs> yeah, did a Calvin Lewin, but great effort as well from him. You know, he he went to Leeds as well, um, and unfortunately didn't make the the uh, the team for the game week thirty nine. But you know, I played well in both games. I got myself a goal, so I put myself in a good position to potentially be picked. But the five lads that have got in, great lads, good players. You know, so it's fair play to them. But yeah, like I say, we all were in the pub afterwards, watched that game. There was a, a mixture of fans in there, you know, United, Liverpool, Leeds. There was all sorts of different fans in there. Um, a disaster, of course. And, uh, yeah, but but obviously I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it loads. But um, yeah, great game to watch with loads of people and stuff like that. So I'll leave it at that. I mean, Jack knows anyway. I gave him, I gave him all the banter and the stick, you know, on the day and the day after or whatever. Uh, so that's it. We'll let we'll let it we'll let it rest now. I think. Yeah. Well, I think got battered on the WhatsApp group with uh, plenty of messages on there. Um, just a saving grace that you had a terrible, terrible wild card week. Thank God, <laughs> uh, which is all I had. All I had to come back with. But I did, yeah, mate. well, yeah, but well deserved in that second half. United just came up. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Chaza, have you got a game for us to uh, that you want to discuss? No. Well, not review. quite. That wasn't nah. quite question straight away a bit i'll get to it shortly but got a question for you chris how do you reckon the mullet would have fared on sunday for the game week 39 trials oh depends mate i mean i, I don't really know has he, has he watched you at social <laughs> um i don't know mate i probably would have stuck your left back probably in the changing rooms to be fair, <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> but no, listen, Chaz, I give you a good run out. 20 minutes, do a job, Bosh. You know, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> Speaking of games, there, I do actually want to speak of one, and this is where the jackpot of the Brighton midfielders. Some would say I could go to the Arsenal game, but I don't. Let's go Brighton versus West Ham because this is huge. Heading into double game week 27. The one of many catch-up games Brighton has to play. And what a game week it was, especially for 4% owned in Alexis McAllister. Matoma got on the score sheet with a golden assist. But if you backed him March during the month of March, he didn't live up to his billing nor ceiling. So that's what happened. And they ran right over West Ham. Certainly did, Chazza. And those who've jumped on the Matoma train, people like myself, have uh, benefited massively since then. Um, I think... Like West Ham, like obviously struggling in there. On the other side of London, well, on the other side, but Chelsea, Peterson, big Chelsea fan, of course. Is this is this the start of things now, or uh, what are we thinking? I think it's time to start crowdfunding that Graham Potter statue <laughs> out front of Stanford Bridge. The glory days are back. Two wins in a week. I, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> yeah, and you've battered Borussia Dortmund as well, huh? Yeah, I think yeah. now he's thrown down on the sunbeds or the, the fake time. <laughs> Uh, sign that you know I, I think he's looking like his his former self like he was at Brighton and he's finally sussed out oh okay chill well in uh, Reese James are wing backs I'll play three yeah. four three then you know and that could change things for you just that alone really that system I suppose couldn't it yeah who would have thought playing your best players in their best position could lead to you know some wins so yeah um great this was actually a fun game because um my my podcast co-host Andrew is a Leeds fan, so we had our oh, podcast El Clasico this weekend, which was nice. Uh, <laughs> nice to get the win there, but yeah, uh, I was I was very nervous heading into injury time of this game because I don't know if you lads saw the end of the game, but um, Leeds got a, a very late corner kick and uh, Meslier went up for the 
the corner kick and actually connected on it. And I, oh. at that moment, time stood still for me. As soon as he had the ball, I was just expecting it to hit the back of the net. It took me a good 20 minutes after that game to actually just my heart rate to yeah, come right. back down and just relax. I was so nervous. Would you what, say like, the 1-0 win was deserved? Or I think Leeds had a few chances other than that corner, right? There was a few chances, but Chelsea definitely deserved the win. They they really went out there and, yeah, then proved it again during the week against Dortmund. But um, I think the big, big story was Arsenal getting that win over Bournemouth. That was just Absolutely yeah, bonkers. Two, going 2 0 down there, Bournemouth. Um, what, yeah. what was the goal? Was it six, 90 seconds? The goal, Billing? Um, yeah, 9.6 nine, nine seconds, nine, I think. Blimey. Yeah. Um, insane stuff going 2 0 up, and but then Arsenal showing what they are capable of and having that resilience, which is quite impressive. Obviously, not going 2 0 down, of course, but coming back in that um, Reese Nelson goal. Wow. Yeah. What a rocket that was. Chazza, I'm sure I saw one at social of yours do that. <laughs> yeah, that must have been Peterson out of all names <laughs> into ultra football folklore, but incredible limbs as Nelson scored that goal. That's probably the best I've ever seen from the stadium. And it would eclipse Welbeck's winner against Leicester from against Leicester from the 15-16 season. But more importantly, Ben White scoring his first goal for a club, turned into the biggest FPL trial, heading into the game week. <laughs> For all of the blanks in the past, but he's all been forgiven now. I think he came off the bench. He came off the bench, yeah. Some, yeah. yeah. And Tommy Asu, Tommy Asu came off at half time, yeah. Mm. Tommy Asu off half time, Ben White but on. And I just want to add on, I think it was on, brilliant substitution work for Mikel Arteta as well, because you had Smith Rowe came on, got an assist, Reese Nelson too, who got the match winning goal, but also the assist as well. Yeah, but Smith Rowe came off as well. He, took, he brought him on Smith and then Rowe took him off. off. Insane and great, yeah, great bit of management. I always remember Luke Chadwick from Man United getting subbed off <laughs> during the game. He came on to send something <laughs> off. Fergie, brutal. Um, but yeah, there you go. So a bit of a review about a couple of the games there. Um, obviously, some good good displays and some good wins by players. Good to see the assets. Of course, Liverpool players coming back into the fold in FPL. Uh, Chazzy, got one more thing to add onto this one. One more thing to add, just That's to right. end the game week. This is brilliant. This is absolute strawberry jammy stuff content from the season. Monday night, West London derby, Brentford versus Fulham. The mighty Ethan Pinnock picked up with a goal, but also Ivan Tony yet again from a penalty spot, making it 22 from 22. And what a brilliant technique he what has. technique he has. Yeah, wow. And He's, don't talk uh, about Andreas. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. We will mention during the uh, when we get into team previews short the team review shortly. King Solomon is doing bits for Fulham. Really enjoying him. Five in five, four in the league, one in the League Cup uh, or FA Cup, one or the other. But yeah, really incredible form by him. Um, and obviously there's one FPL manager who has picked him in his team and uh, benefited from that one. Anyway, let's uh, check out what is going on in our leagues. Um, so let me bring up uh, the next slide on here. So let's have a look um, in our podcast mini league. So this is where we review the, the panellists, the uh, general panellists in here, podcast league. Here we go. Um, so in last place, Chazza Roberts, 46 <laughs> points this week. So what's happened, totals? You're on mute, of course. And you're still on mute. He's just not listening. <laughs> Jeez, I forgot I was part of a conversation for a minute. <laughs> what a, Chaz, what a, take what us through your team, mate. 
lot of stuff up on Friday. Ben White, brilliant goal. Kepo with a clean sheet. That's his first appearance into the side for the season. Loved it. Look, midfield, don't want to talk about it. Ivan Tony just carries on banging. And, yeah, he got an assistant yellow card, the Norwegian. It seems the captaincy appeal for him has dried off in recent times. But that's all for my team. Short and sweet, Chazza. How many points did you get, mate? 46, was it? Look, 46, somehow green arrow. Somehow. Yeah, and you're, uh, you're nestled nicely in the, uh, what, four millions? Um, no, yeah. you're not. Again, we ran. So you're 1.9 mil. Um, I thought you were doing quite well the previous week. Uh, but this was I your wild card, wild. wasn't it? It was your wild card as well, right? It was my wild card, yeah. Okay. What would you have done differently, do you think? Or wouldn't you? Probably would have waited another week. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, so you're on uh, 1,508 points, Chazza. Uh, just slightly in front of you and also played his wild card last week. 32-point haul this, this week. Took his, uh, I don't know, he was giving me a... It always gives me a bit each week about my moves. And then uh, he's just nailed it this week with 32 points on his wild card. So, Reedy, do you want to go through this one, mate? Yeah, yeah. I just want to say as well, Chazza, with some extra jam there, mate, Ethan Pinnock scoring a deflected goal and Ben White coming on and scoring. I mean, you can't get much more jammier than that, let's be honest. But, yeah, we take it and we move. But, yeah, 32 for me, wild card played, as you said, Jack. Raya, you know, getting stung there on the Monday night. Um, conceded an extra goal when Brentford went asleep right near the end of the game. Otherwise, he would have got one more point, but it wouldn't have made a difference to my absolutely shocking score. Uh, a Stupanan doing what he does best in the last few weeks, six, eight, seven, six, nine. I mean, it, it, he's, he's a no-brainer for a pick. Uh, ben May, same as Raya. And as we saw, the Bournemouth game, um, how that unfolded. So Zinni didn't even get a sniff, really. No attacking return, and, and and Saka really probably the most popular captain, uh, Blanken as well. Who the thought? Um, Harvey Barnes was the pick for me. Bit of a differential. All he's ever really going to give you is blue balls. Let's be honest. And uh, he goes off injured on the forty third minute after getting a yellow, I think potentially as well. So absolute disaster there on that one. And uh, yeah, not many points to shout about really. Tony was probably the I say saving grace, but. A few people had him already, so he got his eight points. Matoma sitting pretty with 13 points on my bench there. So, uh, yeah, not a great week, and I'm quite happy to forget about that move swiftly on to 27. Pretty bittersweet week for you, Reedy. Um, you know, in the real world, in EPL with the win, 7-0, flying, and then in FPL, in the uh, in the world we absolutely hate sometimes. It, yeah, you've, you've been murdered there, haven't you? So, elsewhere, let's have a look uh, who we've got. Uh, Mikey, uh, the Reverend himself, obviously he's out with a hamstring. That's your injury news for him. He's out with a hamstring injury at the minute, but his team does carry on and 64 points he hauled this week. So top work, Mikey. He's gone to 820k in the world. So he's been up in the millions for a while. So good work from Mikey climbing the ladder. A um, couple of picks in there. He's got his Liverpool players. He had Salah and uh, Trent and Captain Tony. He was the only one to Captain Tony in our league as well. So great shout in there. Elliot Craig is on a bit of a holiday at the moment from the from FPL, doing a lot of shifts in the restaurant. Uh, but he got 32 points with the same as Reedy as well. He played his wild card, very similar. Uh, I know that he's got a couple of similar players as well. He's got obviously the uh, Brentford back as well. 
Uh, yeah, pretty similar to yours, really. Uh, he put Madison instead of Barnes with Toma on the bench, Stupian um, on the bench too. So he did leave 19 points on the bench, which could have changed his game week. Um, but just above him, I, I obviously stuck to my guns on, the, on my team. I did bring uh, a Stupian in for my transfer, which was obviously solid move, as Reedy was saying. Um, and yeah, White with the seven points, Salah with the 21. Um, Rashford and Saka obviously disappointing, but Matoma on real stuff from him. Um, he's been great since I brought him in a couple of quiet weeks in 24 23. But previous that, he's, he's everyone's seen what a nuisance he's been. Um, in the Premier League, unbelievable player and really impressive. But obviously, the pick who's been doing well for me in the last couple of weeks, uh, Manuel Solomon, scored some cracking goals. Loving what he's doing for Fulham. Um, obviously, he's a bit of an unknown quantity from you know in the league, and um, yeah, he's been he's been class five goals as we were saying already. Four in the last uh, Premier League games, got four and four, and you know the fixtures. Even though Arsenal are up next, blank in twenty eight. I still might keep all of him going ahead into that Bournemouth, West Ham, Le- Everton, Leeds lot fixtures there where you think still a bit tasty and not very good, cheap. Yeah, he's looking good, man. Up. 0.2% ownership and 4.9 yeah. mil. So he's that he's that Miggy downgrade if you've still kind of got a player like that in your team. Can we talk about drunken mistakes, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, it was on it. More, more common, more common drunken mistakes. That's the phrase, isn't it? But this one was actually a, a drunken, what can you say? I mean, great decision. Yeah. I don't really know the word to kind of call it, but drunken fortune. Yeah, yeah. Drunken fortune. Yeah, that's listen. actually a great yeah. way to it's a bit like Quinton Fortune, but a drunken fortune. Um, <laughs> so I think, you know, for those who don't remember Quinton Fortune, Chazza, ex-Man United, South African player, <laughs> left-winger, utility player. Um, I think, yeah, Solomon, I th- I'm pretty sure I was about eight or nine deep at the time when I made the decision, but it was de- it was deadline. I had a big event on at work and I was like, bloody hell, FPL team, obviously priority before deadline. Quickly put a filter on, on the stats. Who's been on form? Solomon top of the list like i think he scored two at the time two and two so i was like let's let's go um so it worked out a treat don't remember making the move but reap the rewards the next day <laughs> so happy oh, yeah. days i love your laugh so so much oh flying mate <laughs> absolutely flying and top of the league uh the man who isn't on this evening for 74 points well played Oli walker peel he's now climbed into top 500k so great work from him. 74 points. Um, a couple of obviously he's got his Arsenal players in there. So he's a little Andreas. And he's got Andreas, he's starting and Darwin. And Darwin and Kilman. Uh, uh he did he did really well. Really, really he, well. He did do really well. Imagine if um, he played Ward in goal as well. He played his he played his wild card in 25, was it Chazza? Yeah. I can't remember what it was. was I think it it was 25, uh, 25, yeah. He's yeah, played all his chips pretty much as well now. So he has, and I think the worry for Ollie now is he's got a great score this week. Um, but I think he might be struggling for 27 and 28. I could be wrong on that one, but as far as I'm aware, he's got no um Brighton or Brentford. No Brighton or Brentford, and he's basically got uh 28, he's got blankers, he's got one, two, three, four, five. Uh, about five blankers and twenty eight anyway. Yeah, okay. So he's probably yeah, he's probably uh, got a transfer saved up then, hasn't he? So he's got two free transfers for this week. Um and you know, he can yeah. take hit minus four, that's three might cover him just yeah. enough there. So 
he might be able to make a few moves to save his game week. But yeah, really strong one from Ollie. But then we're going to go on to our guest now. Obviously, uh, Peterson's joined us from FPL Sidenet. Uh, we're going to have a check out how he's gone in the game week and maybe just chat about the season so far for him. I'm pretty sure he's doing quite well uh, and he's, uh, he's looking quite good this week. So, uh, Peterson, take it away, mate. Take us through your team. Yeah, so 53 points. Um, I stupidly took Mo Salah out this game week um, for a hit as well, I must add. So, yeah, I had an um, Enkedia problem in my side. So I took him out. I wanted Ivan Tony. And then I upgraded. Well, I thought I was upgrading Mo Salah to Saka because I really wanted to captain Saka for that Bournemouth game. But anyway, I think heading down the track, I should be in okay shape. But yeah, any green arrow when the guy you take out scores 21 points is is fairly decent. But yeah, a little bit fortunate, both White and Matoma. I think they scored their goal sort of within about a minute of each other. So um, when the alerts were coming through while I was watching all the games, I was pretty ecstatic oh, at that side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was hallucinating at one point, but um, yeah, like like Chaz has said, you know, I did bet on Ivan Tony to go to go get the points this game week, and I think he got robbed of another bonus point just because Fulham got that goal right at the end. So um, yeah, every point would have would have helped. But yeah, moving forward, a few benching headaches. Um, I do plan to use my free hit in twenty eight, so I don't need to worry about that at all, um, and I'm not going to be wild carding until probably well after the international break, around like game week 33, I think. So that's that's how I'm sitting at the moment. But, yeah, sitting at 76K, I'm pretty oh, stoked well about done, that. Mate. Yeah, flying. Have you, um, so is, is, it, is this like based on previous years? Is this your kind of best form so far? Um, stage or it's probably around? on par for the last yep. few seasons. So um, I sort of aim to be within 100K by game week 30. So, um Doing usually you just need one really good game week and you can yeah. tend to, to fly up. And I did get that a few weeks ago. I got a massive score and that helps that moved me up um heaps. But yeah, I did work out with those solid points and without the hit, I'd probably be sitting about 30k. But anyway, we move. Yeah. <laughs> we move as we say, but you've you've obviously had some incredible seasons in your in your time as an FPL manager. Obviously, you've been going for is it is your fifth, sixteenth year? Yeah, I think it's my 16th year. So 2006, 2007 season. Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, long, yeah, so long time. It's um obviously one of your best finishes, what, 7,000 in 2008, 2009. That must have been obviously Ronaldo, uh, Rooney era. like Glory days. Barclays glory days. Glory days. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, not bad in there. And then, but you obviously during, I think, obviously it was that COVID season, 9,000. Yeah. Uh, you finished in there, which incredible finishes top 10k two of them um so yeah i'm sure you're, you're looking to head that way as well this season yeah i if i can i think last year i finished i think 26k so if 26K, i can max that yeah. or, or do better I'd, I'd be stoked with that just it's so hard these days like there's so yeah. many managers out there playing the game it's not like back in that first season i played there was probably only like what did i finish Seven thousand. there's probably only eight thousand people playing back then anyway yeah i was gonna but, say that <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'll take it. But yeah, these days, you know, there's like what is it, 11 million people playing? So yeah, 11. Yeah, Incredible. I think you know, finishing anywhere in the hundred thousand is just a massive achievement. And you can just see from the amount of engaged managers there are these days how how hard it is. And yeah, when it, it's really hard to get big gains in the game, but it's really easy to get massive big arrows. And yeah, yeah. I've been on my fair share of both. No, I was going to say like the top one k, what the target of people. 
maybe used to have been, but he's now he's like the top 10k, but he's still doing that top 100k. You want to be in that yeah. mix, don't you? Because yeah. there's just so many managers playing the game now, um, yeah. especially since COVID. So having those aspirations in there. Um, and then going in uh, in terms of your, your obviously your mini leagues, you've got a few different mini leagues going on. You're, you're top of a couple in there. Have you got any? Yeah. Have, you got any big, have you got any prize leagues that you that you that you've got your eyes on that you're trying to win this this league this year? There's one league I've been in for years, and it's called Global. It's with a whole bunch of guys I used to play ESPN fantasy with, and um, <laughs> I've never ever won it. I've come second about seven times, and yeah, if I, that's the one I really want to win. And I don't even really know anyone in there, but I just right. want to win it just for the sake of it because I missed a few seasons ago. I finished second by I think two points. Um, that. That last season I finished in that COVID season where I finished nine k, um, I stuffed up that last game week. I absolutely fluffed it, and yeah, missed out by two points. Uh, I was I was more angry about that <laughs> than anything oh, else. No. Um, obviously, you spoke about when you're looking to play your wild card. So game week thirty three. Uh, yeah, thirty three. Yeah. Safety wild card. Yeah. yeah. Is that, is that something you tend to do season by every season? You play it quite late then for the last five games. Or? Um, I I don't really have a set strategy that I stick to every season because every season's so different. Especially yeah. the last two years have just been absolutely insane. Like last season was, you know, where the server's going to hold out, where the game's going to go ahead. Usually we didn't know these things until fifteen minutes beforehand. So True. as far as a long term strategy went, it was quite difficult. But yeah, this this season I'm thinking if if everything stays the course, um, I'm in a fairly good shape at the moment and. Yeah, save that free hit for the, the big blank coming up in 28 and sort of dead end into that other blank in 32 and then just bring all those players back that I want in 33 and, and target those last few doubles. Yeah, well, and who, who are you thinking? Who's, who are your picks that you're looking for this wild card? Who do you think you, you kind of strategized around to make to who you, who you think is going to hit the heights instead oh. with the Rashfords and the Sackers or? Yeah, I, th I think the good players that are good at the moment will keep being good because, I mean, we saw even this morning Rashford in the Europa League just he's, the dude's on fire at the moment. Yeah. I can't see him leaving anyone's side. But, you know, we we tend to see towards the end of the season, like teams in relegation scraps, one of them will go on a run. And, you know, if you can, if I can utilise that at the time and get in one or two of those players, it could help. You know, they might be low owned as well. So that could always help as well. Yeah, nice. And I just want to chat about Chelsea. Obviously, Ooh, it's been yeah. a bit of a crazy season. Um, <laughs> pretty standard in, in in respect of Chelsea because you're always buying and firing and selling. Yeah. But obviously, you two back-to-back -back wins now, one Premier League, one in uh, Champions League. Been a bit hectic with Potter coming in and, you know, it looked like he was, you know, talks about getting sacked and stuff, but... Yeah. What's your feeling about Chelsea going in for the rest of the season then? And then let's talk about some maybe FPL assets within Chelsea that you that you think we should be looking at, if any. Okay, well, judging from what we saw the last two games, especially the Dortmund game, like it felt like it was a massive release of pressure from from everyone. You, I even saw Graham Potter crack a smile. He was on the, <laughs> it was on the pitch at the end of the game, giving it you know with the fans and all the players were just well over the top and. Hopefully it can be the start of something because the fixtures have been there for Chelsea. Like their fixture run's been fairly good. They just haven't been able to, you know, put the ball in the net, let alone get any points on the board. So hopefully with this and sort of the burden off their back, if they can go on a decent run and they've got the double in 29 as well, they play in 28, they may be players that we start to look look to further down. But 
yeah, I think maybe Graham Potter's probably bought himself a bit more, yeah, a bit more time. I think he may see out the season now. Yeah, right, Joseph, go on. Just going to say, if you ever wanted to watch something where just saves you a lot of time, you can always watch Chelsea's February goal for month nom- nominated. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great goal from Gio Felix. I must admit that. Yeah, that was. <laughs> that was brilliant. That that was brilliant. <laughs> Felix or Felix? Yeah, right. So obviously a couple of picks in there. Um yep. and one more before we jump into the, the remainder where we can have a check out who's about our leagues and how many leagues are doing. FPL Sidenet podcast. Mm-hmm. It was a quick spiel about about it. So and where can everyone find your content? Yep. So, yeah, this is the third season for the podcast now. So I've been joined by Andrew this season um, at FPL underscore point break. Um, Give him a follow on Twitter because he's great value. And it's literally just two guys who love talking about a game within a game. So, you know, we we touch on all the topics of the week. We have a fair bit of fun and we try and wedge in as many movie TV references as we can (laughs) into, you know, an hour, hour's worth of content. But you know, we, we do try and cover up all the, all the general things like who to target, fixtures yeah. and, and reviews and stuff. But, you know, we're very light, like you guys, we're very lighthearted. We just do it for, for fun and, and for a bit of banter. Perfect. Well, cheers for that. So, yeah, make sure you check out the FPL Signet podcast along with his sidekick, Andrew, in there. They're obviously great pod, great insight, good banter, and obviously a lot of movie taglines in there as well. <laughs> um, and obviously, obviously, we'll um, you've joined us on three uh, FPL socials as well. Always yeah. a pleasure having you on there and contributing as well on the couch as well as in the trivia. Um, you had a good time on the last one uh, just a yeah. few weeks ago. You had a great time then, huh? Yeah. Uh, look, the FPL socials are great. So uh, the fact that that yourself and and the others have all got together to put it, you know, organize. Oh, I'm not yeah. that. I'm not that organized myself. So <laughs> the fact that you guys do it, I love it. And yeah, that traveling up for the Sydney one was very special as well because we got to see Melbourne Victory win in Sydney the first time I've seen. <laughs> Victory went into state, and Chaz oh, and I. Really? This is a great story. Chaz and I. We went to go get something to eat just <laughs> before the first victory goal, and we were sort of right behind. We were about to head into the, the canteen, and I said to Chaz, "Let's just let's just wait. We've got a corner here." And we so we went with the victory fans in the in the away end, and they scored from the header, and, oh, and just real. we just jumped in there. We got absolutely mental with everyone, and. Absolutely oh, erupt, just... erupted in the away bay in the uh, freezing cold rain. It was oh. chucking it down on it. I've ne- every time I go to Sydney for football, it absolutely buckets oh, down. But yeah. that was like Noah's Ark levels, that, that type of rain. Yeah. Well, yeah. at least you got to see Nanny play half-decent game as well. <laughs> so that was good. Um, but, yeah, awesome work. All right, let's move on. Uh, cheers for that, Peterson. Obviously, we'll, you're on for the rest of the podcast. So we'll be touching base and getting plenty of your insight all the way. But uh, in our Members League, uh, some Manager of the Week, Steve Ward again. 79 points, Steve Sound. So well done. Congratulations, Steve. Class work from you, mate. Uh, in that in that competition, in that mini league, Martin Watchcorn from the Wolfpack still remains top with 1,686 points. He's flying. So shout out to you, fella. Uh, in the public league, top of this league. Wow, these points are crazy. Uh, Mihal Vitor, uh, 1,745 points. But then just... In the women's league, Mira, 1,718 points. No She's flying. Another shout-out. Um, it's another shout-out. Again. Yeah. yeah. Again. Weekly installment. Mira, if you're still around, <laughs> this is your time. 
<laughs> Congratulations, Mira. You're still top of that league. You're in smashing it. Don't think anyone's knocked her off that top place all season. So I've no doubt. Oh, she is on there. We go. We're getting some, we're getting a bit of love there. So well done, Mira. And thank you for joining the pod this evening. And hopefully we can see you in Sydney uh, for the FPL social uh, in October. And um, be pleasure to have you there again with us. Um, and then in our head-to-head members league, 16 managers in there. We've got an FPL addicts team in there, which I actually manage as well, which is doing a lot better than my team itself. Uh, and we're doing okay. I think we're fourth at the minute. But Donald Breslin uh, is FPL Dodie. He's on 53 points in there. He's dominating. Uh, just ahead of uh, Josh Carney and Nathan Burgess, I think it is. So, yeah, flying in there. Uh, so, well done to everyone with the shout-outs there. Just over to our sponsor, Bonus Bank. They have created an FPL tool this season for us to uh, to use just to help with uh, pick those clean sheets and top goal scorers. You can find that in the link tree below on our website. Um, so the top three teams to uh, for based on probabilities and percentages to keep a clean sheet this week. In third place, Tottenham, 47% chance of keeping a clean sheet against Nottingham Forest. Bit of dodgy on that. You know, I think the uh, Conte could be on his way out, but that might be a good thing for Spurs. What do you reckon, uh, Peterson? I'm sure you'll be happy if he goes. I'm hoping he stays. The longer he stays, the <laughs> yeah, better. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, very true. The inconsistency. <laughs> it was actually better when his assistant took the team, right? Um, that's all right. Second place, Man United versus Southampton. God, we need a clean sheet. 47% chance. Uh, that would be nice. Southampton are a bit of a manager bounce, so a bit of a dodgy one, but they are second best team based on probabilities to keep a clean sheet this week. And then in first place, Crystal Palace versus Man City, of course, Manchester City. 49% chance of keeping a clean sheet. So if that helps with your picks and your management decisions this week, um, they're the percentages to look out for based on probabilities. And then goal scorers uh, in third place at Man United versus Southampton. Rashford is on a 46% chance. Uh, Harry Kane in second on 49% chance. I think he's gone three games without scoring now. I think in the last three games, not scored for three games, unlike Harry. But in first place, uh, Erling Haaland, 54% chance of scoring. Of course, he's always up there. But like I said, you can jump onto that free tool um, on the, uh, sorry, it's uh, bonusbank.com.au forward slash fantasy dash slash football, but you can access that from our link tree. So big thanks to our sponsors there. Uh, a bit of chat going on in the uh, in the comments. Um, Mira, just saying how good it was to meet everyone in the uh, at the social last, in the last year in October. Obviously, Reedy would have been there if he could. Um, and FPL Planner, who is a obviously massive Man United fan as well, and um, what an amazing day it was! Um, so yeah, really keen to get the get the team back together for October if possible in Sydney. Um, but on to next discussion points for the for this week preview. I'm sure everyone's got something to say, but it is a double game week for a number of teams. Um, like I just saw in my team, I've got I've got Crystal Palace. We've got um, obviously the Brian fixtures, the Brentford fixtures. Choices to make. Um, Chazza, I know you obviously you mentioned this before as well um, about the double game weekers. Are you thinking there? What assets should we be looking at? How do we approach it? How do we approach it? Good question. I think three to four would be suitable. I do see there being points in Brighton because they're a very attacking side with Brighton's 44 goals scored so far this season. It's a fifth highest in the league and we know their manager plays an attacking brand of football and it's been evident in the games in the past. In addition, Brentford as well. I think they're very attacking. But in addition, very good defensive side this season. 
wouldn't mind a Brentford defender. I think just one of them would be worth targeting. Matoma or McAllister looks a really good pick. Now, it may not have been March's week, but tough times don't last. The tough people do. This could be his <laughs> week, this coming weekend. Just saying. And then, of course, you got your four-leg multi-man in Ivan Tony. So I'd say three to four, but we need to get to one play. Now, this shocked the Twitter sphere. This shocked the minds of many fantasy managers. That is the absence of Robert Sanchez with Steele starting in between the sticks for Brighton. Now, to you three, what's your take? Because this could be another unnecessary conundrum as we head into this yet another double game week for Brighton. Reedy? Oh, there's a big spiel there from Chazza. So, uh, join to repeat the question because I know you probably wasn't listening. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, know, I know it's about the double game weekers, don't worry. But Chazza was just, you know, he's, he's, he's like an author, you know what I mean? It just reels off his head. But um, now, in terms of this week, double game weekers, uh, me personally, I've got six. Uh, so, you know, I'm going all in or nothing. Uh, McAllister, Stephen Matoma. March might be injured, so or could be injured. However, you want to put it, he might have a knock. So uh, March owners might get a bit unlucky with that one. Obviously, if you're going to wild card, you could avoid him anyway. You know, wild card is for 27. Um, but yeah, I, I think if you're not wild card, and I think I think four is probably enough. Um, I think so. I don't think you need to be going taking minus eights and whatnot um, unless you really want to try and. I mean, I think I, I will always say this: if you're going to take it, do it in the double game week. It's more justified than it would be a single game week. Um, but yeah, the doublers, I think, pick themselves, really. Tony, me and Rhea, people wildcarded in 26 like myself, and for Pinnock or, or Henry. Um, yeah, so that, that's all I'd probably say about it. It's it's a double. It's Brightford, as I, as we, as, as I like to call it, because that's, that's the combo at the minute. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. McAllister, oh, didn't pick him last week. I went for Barnes. So rather than roll me transfer this week, Daddy Mac, Mac Ten, Mac Daddy, whatever you want to call him, he's in, boys. He's in. He's in. And Peterson, how about you? What are your thoughts on that, mate? Yeah, very unlucky if you were on the wild card last week and and did go Bobby Sanchez because I think on paper it was a, a decent move there, but yeah, I think a lot of us are going to be loading up on Brentford and Brighton this. This game again, it does yeah, make sense, and I think if you got to the point where you're taking hits to get the players in, I'd lean towards the Brighton players because that that double in 29 as well is much better than Brentford. So Brentford's double in 29 is against Brighton and against Man United away, which is going to be tough. Whereas Brighton's in game week 29 is Brentford at home and Bournemouth away. So if if you're trying to weigh up to get in that one extra player. I'd lean towards the Brighton ones because long-term it's probably a much better hold. And they've got a few more doubles up their sleeve too. So, yeah, you're taking the hit now, but that hit's going to pay off, you know, over multiple game weeks down the track. Is it, is it an issue because obviously Brighton have got that game week 28, haven't they? Well, obviously next week they haven't got, they've got a blank, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Depending so on, on the up there, Hopefully you've got a decent squad to be going mm. in with. But the, the advantage is there's quite a lot of cheaper players, isn't there? I guess you can you can play with with those yeah, Brentford assets. Brentford assets are a lot cheaper, so you should be able to have a bit more of a better squad, I suppose, if you've invested in both them clubs, right? Yeah, that, that's right. We're, we're so lucky. I mean, any asset from this these two teams, I think the most expensive one is probably Ivan Tony, so mm. which is fairly easy to get. And and I think just to jump in, there's two there's two things really that kind of 
make it either difficult or make it easier, whichever way you look at it. Now, that's Sanchez. Obviously, people who wild carded in 26, who went with Sanchez and Rea. There was your goalkeeper spot for 28. You could have gone for three yeah, right. Yeah. Two two players and your goalkeeper on the bench with the United, say, player. Say it was Rashford, for example. Um, but then now, coming into 27, obviously, looks like Steele is the man between the sticks. I think... FPL planners uh, said there in the comments about him losing his spot. Um, and that makes it trickier because if you do go for a third outfield Brighton player, it means playing with 10. And this is what I mean about it being a bit tricky. If you're happy to go with 10, I'm going with 10. That was always my plan. If I wildcarded in 26 and picked the Leicester guy and he didn't come through, I'd use the transfer. So I'd play with 10 in, in 28. And if obviously the Leicester guy did well, I'd leave it and have 11 and 28. So if you don't mind going for 10, 28, Go for that third Brighton asset. And as you said there, Peterson, further down the line, they've got doubles, potential double Newcastle in uh, 30 or 31. I can't remember which one. And uh, throughout the season in 34 and 37, you might have doubles as well. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to bring up just on the Brighton asset one. Obviously, a couple of us brought uh, Stupinan in um last couple of weeks um he's playing two friendly games for Ecuador uh, in Australia between 28 and 29, which I wasn't really aware of there. But... Do we think he might play the first friendly manager let him return? Listen, if he's going travelling out, he's he's probably going to be, you know, managed accordingly in both games. I'd probably expect him to play both games in there. But Chazo, have you got a bit of insight in there? I don't. I was just going to ask a man who loves rocking soccer as kid. Brilliant. <laughs> now, Peterson, are you going to a friendly at Marvel Stadium? Because if so, I will see you there. I will definitely be going. I, I think there's an option where we could get the tickets that also include the Matildas game um, against yeah, France. Okay. So. Oh, double header, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Probably a bit, so probably a bit of better looking at getting the that. Matildas team as well. Wait, hang on. You're saying a double header, but one game is in March and the other is in mid July. That's the longest duration. <laughs> double header. <laughs> double header. It's a long time to grab a drink in between the games. <laughs> 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 That'd be a decent a little, little meet up, perhaps, uh, to go and watch the game. Maybe we should get the uh, the FPL community together. Um, Absolutely, then, yeah, sounds we'll great. Good shout. We could always organise plans live on the podcast. I like. I like that. Absolutely. <laughs> Please get in the comments if you're up for that. <laughs> um, oh, here we go. Go on and read it. Yeah, just a question from from Chris there. Um, in regards to his bus team, uh, he, he wants the bench boost this week, he's saying, um, and wait. Was it, he wants the bench boost this week and wait for 29 to see who may be rotated or injured. So basically what he's saying there is, as I'm sure you all know, we've got an international break coming up. He was discussing internationals and things like that there. And pretty much between, I think it was wildcard 26 and then the doubles in 29, there'd be a month. Um, so I think... He's basically saying get his bench boost out of the way so he has as much information as possible for 29 after the international. Um, what what do you think? He might he might free hit in 29. Would you boys say it's a good good shout or or would you say it's not really a, a best way to play the chips bench boost this week free hit in 29? Would you would you say free hits more more optimal for the 32? Game week thirty-two. I'll put that to you, Peterson, because I know you're you've got the highest rank, mate. Let's let's put it like that. What would you suggest is best for Chris? Well, I mean, without seeing Chris's side, many yeah. of us are heading into this game week with massive benching headaches. So I I, I did the shopping the other day. I, I stocked up on some more Panadol because I'm going to be having so many benching headaches this weekend. And <laughs> honestly, the the bench boost this week looks fantastic. Um, if you, I mean, if you're not carrying Bobby Sanchez on your bench and you can, you know, 
carry out, a, you know, a full bench for the bench boost, I would do it because so there's going to be so many really good single game week players that are going to haul that we're all going to have on our bench. And if you have the opportunity and you want to do it, yeah, I, I'm not against that at all. Yeah, it's nice. a good show. Perfect show. I mean, I've got triple Newcastle. And, you know, based on it's me... It's tempting. Yeah, me and the Superman have got doubles, so they kind of beat Burn, you know, and then Raya saying double beats Pope. But then if Newcastle keep the clean... You know, Pope and, and Burn are going to be sat there with six points potentially more uh, if you get bonus. So it is a tricky situation. It does look nice if you've got any Arsenal guys who are sat on your bench. It is really, really tempting. The thing for me is that's swaying me not to bench boost this week is um, that they're playing Fulham away. And and I think given that Bournemouth gave, gave Arsenal a game at the Emirates, I think Fulham's form at home has been good this season. So I would imagine it'd be a tricky game for, for Arsenal. So that's why I'm staying away from it. The Newcastle, I just have to accept the pain, Peterson. <laughs> take it on the chin. No, um, I think I definitely won't be bench boosting. I've only got Solomon. I've got Mikalenko and Nico Williams on my bench. So I'll be, uh, <laughs> I'll be, I think I'll be <laughs> leaving Scott, that one. <laughs> but I think um, just on the note of that, a free hit on game week 29, obviously, Following the world, like following the FIFA break, um, was it eleven doubles? I think I counted like eleven teams of double game weekend. So, if if you get a free hit, I mean, they don't get offered many of these, do we, in a game week? So it's probably a good opportunity to free hit. Then I think um, Peterson, you said you're free hitting that week, right? Twenty nine. You said no, twenty nine. I'll be probably be bench boosting. Bench boosting twenty nine. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So those who maybe wild card a bit early, then if they wild card in twenty eight or, or now or 29, you could actually look ahead and try and plan for that bench boost as well on that double game week. And if you wild card around then, so maybe absolutely to be aware of, yeah. So, um, Chris, he's got Chris is up there again, yeah, yeah, seven doublers, which it must mean I would, I'm guessing he's got JWP uh, or a Palace player, maybe even on top of the, the Brentford and the Brighton, and then uh, Kepper against Leicester, Gabriel against Fulham away, and Botman against uh, Wolves at home. So, it, it it's not a bad idea, but just think for me, the two uh, fixtures for, for Ward Prowse away to West Ham. Uh, no, I'm looking at the wrong uh, game week. That's 29. But uh, away to United and at home to Brentford. Would you say that's it's worthy of the bench boost considering with his bench players as well? Do you think Leicester score against Chelsea, Peterson? Uh, I hope away? not. But yeah, we've seen Probably. Leicester. <laughs> <laughs> We see Leicester be fairly free free flying this season, but even though they couldn't put the ball in the net against Southampton the other day, yeah, such a yeah. weird team, aren't they? You just don't know what to expect, right? I think really if Barnes is injured as well, it does it does lose a bit of attacking threat for them. Obviously, Madison's back, but for me, if I was to say, you know, bench boosters are no go. I think with those players, I think Arsenal could concede. I think really you could you could live with if Botman gets your clean sheet, and then the others could could quite easily not do so well. So, yeah, it's a no bench boost for me personally, Chris. Um, but look who's in the uh, in the house, boys. <laughs> Quentin Dunn. Son. Mr. Quentin Dunn himself. Fury. I'll bring that next one up. Let's look at this one. This is what he loves. I think whenever Q crashes the podcast, it's been a lot this season and he's smashing the Rashford one. And do you know something? I absolutely love the energy because it is helping a lot. Um, Charles, just jump in, mate. Yeah, look, I'm just going to jump. But as always, I like to politely put my hand up. 
Speaking of this, Quentin, you've come at the clutch timing of all times. This is a good hint towards captaincy corner, this question. It is, because we have double gaming plays, but also Rashford gets a mention at the end of it. Oh, so, so, so do you want to go into captain's corner? It doesn't have to be now. We can wait until we're free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <let's... laughs> I know, was, hey, listen, you created a segue into it, but then we created like, a segue no. and then bottled it. Just a little tease. A little teaser, a yeah. little teaser. Well, I'm very excited for the teaser. And I think um, Q, thoughts on Rashford for uh, this week for Southampton. Uh, listen, I like it. I'm, I am going to wait for Captain's Corner to see if that gets me over the line. Um, but oh, you're over a double game week, a player. I think it's tough to look past the likes of your Tonys, your Matomas. Um, so, yeah, interesting. But um, <laughs> is is I love this one next one. You know I'm on something when Charles gets out of his seat. <laughs> and this is the planner with the suspense. It is all frothing everyone. Everyone is ready. Um, but if we just move on slightly on here now. Um, so if you've not downloaded it already, um, please get onto the uh, EPL live app. We use it for all our live scores, latest news, and we have part of them this year. We are hopefully kicking back with some more articles very shortly. Um, a couple of the boys have been busy with that. Chazza in particular. Um, hopefully he'll be uh, posting some of his uh, captain picks. I can't... Uh, Reedy, I feel like you're a, you're a new producer on this one, mate. You're flying tonight. You're taking your three years to do this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it does give you player stats. It does give you some really key information. If you've not watched the games live and you want to look at some stats, got some really good player stats on there, you click on the live game, click on the team, click on your players that you want to look at and see how they're performing with take-ons, passes, accuracy, and you can obviously uh, take a view from there. But do, you can join it from the, uh, the caption below. Uh, join the EPL team there. Great bunch of lads who run it in the back end as well. So well done to them. So with sports, mate. So yeah, keep up the great I like work, that, EPL. Man. That's good. No, that, that's solid. I like that one. <laughs> oh, Gary, please don't. Um, but let's have a look for uh, transfers for this game week. Um, I'll go first. Uh, so... Just while I'm on it here, I've got it on here. Go on, man. Go ahead. Go ahead, lad. Go on, son. Um, so my team for this week, I'm on Ollie's there. So pick team. Looking all right. A couple of double game weekers. I've got four, I think one, two, three, four in there. I'm pretty happy. I like the single game week because there's a lot of good fixtures. Arsenal full on the way. I know it's not easy, but you, you know, if they're on good form, you do fancy it. Salah at Bournemouth. Got a fancy in now after what he's just done in the last couple of game weeks. Um, Saka there as well. Rashford, obviously a hot topic. Um, Mitoma flying. I've got the band on him at the minute for captains. All the uh, giveaway there. But my front three of Harland, Kane and Tony, pretty formidable attack. Um, you know, if, if penalties are on, then we're flying up there, aren't we? With Kane and Tony on pens. Um, Solomon obviously dropped to the bench, unfortunately, at the moment, pending any injury news from anyone else. Um, but yeah, really excited about this team, to be fair. Obviously not wild-carded. Or anything yet, but yeah, pretty happy. Fixtures look good, and yeah. So my only transfer this week was Tony for Enketia. Um, elsewhere, who wants to go next? Go on, Shazza. You Why mentioned. not? Let's dunk dive in into my team. Here we go. So we've got Norwegian the second as our part of our front seven. Jeez, I'm dropping things left, right, and center. We've got the Spice Man. We've got the current month of the year. We've got 
the book, You Are a Champion. That's what it's all about. We got the supposed Nordic meat shield. Labrokes up front, along with has Kane, who's been consistent ever so much within the last few seasons. And look, I don't really know what I'm doing my bench. You've still got some work to do on that. And I don't mind a bit of a symmetrics of a colour where you have the red and the white, then you have a lot of red, bit of white, and then the black and white. I just love that colour symmetrical transition down back. And Sanchez, look, he's in the firing line already. I'm calling it. He's on the firing line. Nice, mate. Like so it. that's my innovation. Not fair enough, mate. Um, have, have you, so have you made any moves or not? No, I reckon we'll uh, camera roll this team for another week, which means roll the free transfer. All right, brother. Read it. You're up, son. Yeah. Um, well, just wild card to... last week. How many hits have you taken this week? <laughs> Serious question? Oh, no, no, no. Um, yeah. Yeah. For me, for me, <laughs> for me, I've taken the one transfer. So I've used the one I've got, the one free. And uh, I'm just going in there with a, with a quite nice team, with a painful looking bench, but it is what it is. We accept it, we take it, and uh, we move. So, yeah, six doublers. I'm going for captain's armband at the moment. I'll, I'll go in early with that and say Tony. But I, I do I do, I do feel like playing vibes, a bit of vibes FC and going for Matoma. Um, you know, the clean sheet potential, stuff like that. Tony, obviously it's penalties for him. He, he loves a penalty. And if he doesn't get one, will he score from open play? I don't know. Playing a stubborn Everton as well at Goodison Park. So it's a bit tricky on that one. I do like Brighton's fixtures. But yeah, Rashford at home. No Liverpool players is is is, is obviously jumping out there, really. I've got none against Bournemouth, which is potentially going to be another painful one because in the reverse fixture, we won 9-0. Um, but yeah, set up nicely, boys. What do you think, mate? think there's anything? I mean, as I say, Liverpool players is the standout, but they blank in 28, so I'm not going to... I'm not obviously going to take a hit to bring them in. Uh, I'm just going to... Hopefully, uh, we only win 2 0, and it's a Cody uh, Gakpo and Harvey Elliott goal. That'd be, that'd be nice. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't see it, but that'd be nice. But yeah, I'm going into 27, feeling quite confident I can make up some points from 26, really. Yeah. No, looking looking good, mate. Um, I think you can also see why you played the wild card to set yourself up for this week in particular, going going ahead. So yeah, looking, looking, yeah, looking good, mate. Looking good. Um, Captain Pick, obviously, one to think about, I guess. Uh, but that's where Chasm will come in very shortly. Um, but, uh, Peterson, yep, what's happened so, to your jerseys? They look sick on your screen. Ah, oh, this is so this is um FPL Team Planner, so it's um a really good website I use for sort of planning out my my transfers and, and strategies all the way through. You get all the fixtures and everything, yeah. it's, it's a really good um website, so um, go check it nice out. Book. But, yeah, nice, nice plug there. <laughs> I feel free to, to throw me some coin there, whoever's behind the FPL team. <laughs> <laughs> I feel uh, like you've the, designed these shirts, though. This oh, I wish. This is very you, very you. Uh, but this is how I'm probably going to line up for game week 27. So my my two transfers would be um, a stupid and in for Bueno. So he'll go. He's just been sitting on my bench recently. And the other one would be McAllister for Andreas Pereira. So really Ooh. target those doubles. So Nice. I'm not 100% sure on Tony for the captaincy for this game week, but I have a feeling he's going to be the most captain player this game week with with those doubles. And I've, I've got the triple Brighton, so my thinking is double up, you know, the Tony captaincy, double up there. So at least I, I can sort of try and make some gains that way. But, 
Yeah, like I said, benching headaches because I've got Erdegaard, Trippier and White on the bench, which is just torture. So I, I can't see myself taking another hit to get another Brentford player because I'd have to get rid of either one of Trippier, Shaw or Alexander-Arnold this game week. So I don't see I the just, point. I just want to check with you as well, Peterson, because, of course, looking ahead to 28, are you mm-hmm. want, like, free hitting or not? Yeah, I'm free hitting 28. So oh, I'm pretty all, excited. All good. <laughs> he's set, he's set. I was going to say because... Or oh, looking at the team, you're looking at six uh, six players who aren't playing in 28. So that'll be yeah. Good. With you using both transfers, obviously it'd be, be a bit of a tricky one. But yeah, free hit makes sense. But yeah, nice team, isn't it, boys? To be fair, he's got Trent in there, could clean and potentially haul and two, two yeah. United against Southampton. So it's uh, yeah, it's looking good. I think um, to mention as well, so the top four players transferred in this week, fourth place Ben Me, two hundred twenty thousand. Oh, McAllister in fifth as well. So, and then it was McAllister, me, Estupinan, nearly 300,000. Tony, 475,000. And then Matoma, most transferring player, 512. So, obviously, everyone's jumping on those uh, ownership levels. They're going to go extremely high now. Matoma's 19.5% selected. Tony's 35% chance, uh, sorry, ownership. And Estupinan's got up to 10%. So, I think when I brought him in, it was like 2%. One <laughs> percent. So yeah, some um yeah tough. Following the points, following the template. Um, obviously you've done the triple up in there, um uh, with with Brighton. Yeah, I think it's a lot where a lot of where people are going this week, aren't they? So it's hard to find those differentials, but it's just about that captaincy pick now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's just having that coverage and yeah, hopefully mm. nailing that that captaincy pick. So yeah, this side, yeah, going in taking the hit for the extra. Um, Brighton player this week will then set me up all right for 29 as well when yeah. they all come back into my side anyway. Yeah. Um, Spike has joined us just in the comments. No, Solly. As Shakespeare once said, beware of the Ides of March. <laughs> I bet Chazza <laughs> loved that one. That was just for you, I think, Chazza. Yeah, it's good. I mean, if a pun's of effort are taken, you got to gr- take them with both hands. You so I just made it up to sense, to be fair. That wasn't by Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, certainly have an obviously all spy join us from I think he's in Perth and our token uh, Brighton fan and uh, with all the latest news so unfortunately he can't pick all four players for his team but he, I'm sure he's tripled <laughs> up for this game week um, but yeah so um, we've done through our transfers done our captains I guess it's only one thing we're, it's time for captains. now captains is... someone said a second segue did they alright <laughs> we're ready uh, it sounds like you're ready. So I've got the information version and at the end of it, not the end of this segment, just whenever Jack signals it. I've got a lovely song that I made up earlier about the captain's heading to the weekend, but not just that, but also the scout services and how shambolic they are for the FPL in general. But let's go to the Game Week 27 captains. And we're starting off with Ivan Tony, who is in the affair of scandals in recent times, but he's got two away fixtures coming up with Everton and Southampton headlining his double game week. Tony's had 15 goals and three assists so far this season with an XG of 16.5, which is ranked second amongst all forwards. He averages six points per match away from home, but not just that, he has a 73% goal involvement in his away game so far this season. More importantly as well, he avoided a yellow card getting received against Fulham on Monday night, which means there's no chance of him getting 10 yellows, meaning he is avoiding suspension, let alone 
missing a match from his suspension during the double game week. The second phrase is probably put better. Let's go to Matoma vibes. He's got Leeds away, Palace at home, Brighton and Palace. Oh, huge rivals. Six goals and four assists in his last 11 league starts, which nearly equates to a return every game. Both of his opponents coming up sit in the bottom seven in the competition for expected goals conceded. And if you love your lovely letters, abbreviations, it's XGC. This is turning into Morse codes faster than I thought. He's got three double-digit hauls in his last five. And more importantly, he is the most transferred in player heading into the game week with 500,000 new owners. Alex McAllister is the next one. He finished on a 14-point haul last game week against West Ham at home, which included a goal and assist, coming away with maximum bonus points. In addition, he created the equal most chances of any player on the ground in that game, plus achieved the highest XG on the field as opposed to any player with 1.12. 4% owned when I, as I typed this, but I think he's 5% now. Serious major differential if you want to climb up the, your mini leagues. The World Cup winner averages 5.2 points per home game on average, 3.2 points per match in his away matches. The last one, Quentin, lovely teaser. He's come from Sydney, but he loves his teasers. Marcus Rashford at home to Southampton. Let's speak about Marcus' track record. In recent times, it is seriously phenomenal. He's blanked twice since game week 16. Game week 16. Last time he blanked at home was in game week 12, which was their 2-0 win over Tottenham Hotspur. Since that time, he's had seven home games, eight goals, two assists. He's also scored the second most points of any player in the last six game weeks with 52. Who's got more than him? Well, funny you ask that. He's been a champion in recent seasons, Mohamed Salah with 54, 21 of them majorly contributed from last Sunday's affair at Anfield. Plus, adding on, Marcus Rashford has returned at home against Southampton in each of the last three seasons. That's all for the descriptive part of Captaincy Corner. Brilliant stuff, Chazza. Awesome work. Uh, Let's just move you off that top screen. Captain's Corner, yet again, delivering the goods. Um, Obviously, you've the research that goes into that is phenomenal. You um, pulling out stats left, right, and centre, picking the big picks. Um, are you backing yourself, Chazza? Are you backing this week for yourself or your own I'm team? I'm backing this week. Right now it's on Tony, but I'm seriously tempted by Marcus Rashford. Just even thinking about it more and more. The urge is there to be different because we've seen the story in recent double game weeks. Single game week players can outscore popular double game week picks. 100%. That is very true. We've all been burnt by that in the past, and we all try and follow this one. Um, But there are some great picks in there, mate, so well done. Thank you for that, and thank you for your efforts. Excited for the song that you're going to leave us with before we go. Um, Are you nervous? Are you you feeling all right about it? Well, I don't get nervous, but as Tom Skinner would say, I'm starting to get a little bit shaky, do you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, so before we wrap up um, please jump in the link tree to find out more about how you can get involved you can still join the leagues uh, they're all still open to do um, to to get around a big thanks to our sponsor Bonus Bank uh, second season with us thank you for supporting us and our community uh, Australia's and New Zealand's fastest growing side hustle check out the details in the caption below and the link tree 
Um, and you can take, you can see how to take advantage of bookies promotions. It does work off bonuses, bonus bets. Uh, it's free to set up and you can receive 25% off your first premium month uh, with our discount code FPL addicts. Um, and yeah, like I said, all the details in that caption below. Thank you so much for joining today. I hope you love today's podcast. Please do. Uh, there is a link on there, which is incorrect, which really is just put up. That's why he's not in charge of production. Uh, but if you do want to um, join, if you do want to, uh, please give us a like on this on this podcast. It will help. So hit the uh, thumbs up button. Uh, Karen, jump in the comments and we'll get right back to them and reply. And also hit that subscribe button too. That would be sensational. That does bring us to the end of the preview show for Game Week 27. Uh, a big thank you to SideNet for joining us. What a debut you've had, son. Uh, thank you so much for being on. Uh, added some great insights and nonsense as well, which has been great, but also uh, great hearing about your journey as a veteran. Uh, I think you started when Chaz was born. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> you do are flying in there. Keep an eye out on the socials for more info uh, and we'll let you know how shit Reedy is doing this week uh, as we go into the game week. <laughs> um Thank you, everyone. Uh, any final words, Reedy? I know you want to say something. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, King. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah. But Ki King Solomon is back this week. He's taking over Salah now. So there's the bird King. <laughs> <laughs> I love it on there. So good. All right, guys, listen, all the best for the game week. Um, and we'll see you next time on the FBL Addicts podcast. Cheers. Sarah.